don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it. Don't play with it. I just want to say welcome to So Hype. I just want to welcome my lovely, amazing, beautiful, dark skin, melanin, uh, sister C here. And hey, hey, <laughs> thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. I just want to say thank you so much for coming. I know you flew. I had booked you a little flight. Look, let me stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> I had booked her a little flight. I told her, get on the next flight, baby. Come fly out to me. Fly, fly. I'm going to fly you out real quick, as I should. Mm -hmm. I got flew out. She got flew yeah. out respectfully, okay? Hmm. <laughs> and she should. No, but thank you so much for coming. Um, So I just want to start out by introducing you. You know, what, what makes you be, you know, see? What makes you see? Um, well, I, I am C. Uh, gosh, what makes me? Me. Um, my life, shoot. <laughs> like, um, uh, if anything, I could just say that I am just an explorer of SL, appreciative of the creative. I love to get to know people. Um, I'm a people watcher and really big on creating real connections. Not the kinds that, you know, hey, I got this title, so we got to act in this way. Uh, you know, fuck all that. I hope I can curse because I will be cursing. But um. Oh, no, this 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 is going to be on YouTube. But, you know, YouTube allow you to cuss. So, you know, you can't, I think you can't say too much, like, where it's vulgar. So, I don't know. <laughs> if, even if it do get okay, monetized, okay, cool. Just make it be all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to, you know, but. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Right. Okay. So, but yeah, I, I just, I really love to get to know people, understand them and learn different points of view and perspectives. And I'm all about growth. I actually came to SL um, because of friends from a platform. It was PlayStation Home and um, that closed and I, I tried in view for a bit and I, I got tired of standing on damn dots. Ooh, so, girl, say you know, I tried. To come <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right. me so much. So. It's like, how do you not, no. like, how do you interact on dots? Like, it was clicking the dots. They look like, no, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't. You show up as a bulb, light bulb, dots, everywhere. I just can't even deal with that. So, like, I, was, I had made an account before PlayStation Home closed. But, um... I tried to come into Second Life, but my computer was crap. And you know, SL needs you to have a good computer. Yes. Yeah, you can't do nothing <laughs> Right? That. So yes. two years later, I come back. And and all of the, just about, I think I still have maybe three friendships from people from uh, PlayStation Home out of like 25 people. So, but that's how I be, you know. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, how... How when you're in a place that doesn't allow you to reach different capacities in your personality, you can play this one version of yourself. But when you come to like second life and it taps so much in you, you become a totally different individual in a lot of ways. And that just, you know, people move apart. But yeah, I come here and here for uh, connectivity, learning about myself. I live in a small town in Podunk, Georgia, and there's not a lot of possibility for... <laughs> Uh, you know, connectivity here, but um, yeah, that's that's a big part in the creativity. Uh, so 
there are some really amazing individuals that I have met here and I continue to come here for along with that creativity. So that's pretty much who C is. So Well, I'm gonna give you a round of applause for that. So, um, my next question is, for one, let me tell y'all, she's a fashionista, okay? And what I mean by that is, you know, everybody thinks when fashionistas, they think, you know, the typical glam girl, you know, just always on point when it comes to fashion, right? Her fashion is very unique. When I have to say, whenever I need something unique, different for a video, I always go to her. Like, I be like, sis. How you, like, I need this together and whoop the whoop and she be getting it, okay? So, my thing is, how do you put them nice little outfits, baby, together, okay? Oh, yo, so let me tell you. First off, let's go back to what I mentioned about PlayStation Home. So, um, it was this small little beta, like, virtual world. No, it did amazing stuff. It really did. It was way ahead of its time. Um, but it being beta they didn't have as much variety as, of course, Second Life, because everything that was made, um, it was made for everyone. So we had these different fashion clubs and whatnot, and the objective of them was to make outfits that looked and stood out apart from everybody else based on themes. And um, we kind of, there was this one group I was in, it was PR, it was Project Runaway, set, uh, um, PlayStation Home. And I really got into it, and it really forced us to have to come up with, um, with a theme. They give us themes, and we have to come up with a vision for an outfit, and we compete. And sometimes, actually, the last competition that I competed in before I got to Second Life was a competition where I won a PS4. So congratulations! Can um, we get a round of applause today? I know that's right, baby. She actually right, baby. So it's just like I think what it is is that we had to use the unconventional to create different things because it was such a small pool of items. And so I tend to kind of look for unconventional matches. And, like, even when there's something formal, I just, I don't know, I don't like the idea of stepping into a spot with a full set. I just got to, I got to, I got to match something different. And I don't know, I'm a, I like to print match and stuff. I don't know, it's just, it's just an appreciation for the eclectic. And so I tend to look in places where most people don't look. So it's just, it's, it's, it's more of like a game for me. Um, making an outfit that looks like it came together, but looks different than everything else that you I do. love that. I love <laughs> the way you worded it. It was so put together. Um, <laughs> I, okay. Right. So, last but not least, because you know I have to come down with the last little least thing, baby, and some tea, because I'm a tea person. <clears throat> Son of knows best. All right. Anyways, that's the insider. CC, she know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, so, you know, we all experience relationships. We all been through bad relationships. If you haven't been through bad relationships, I don't know what to tell you. But we all been through, you know, the good and the bad relationships. And I just want to talk about the positive side of getting out of a bad relationship. You know, we all talk about, oh my God, you know, we've been hurt, we've been abused, we've been mistreated. 
And I get that. I totally understand. But how, if you able to talk to somebody that's stuck in that situation, how would you talk to them? Like, what would you say to them? And how can they get out of that in a positive manner where they protect themselves? Not just protecting, you know, the person that they're in a relationship with. Because, you know, that's what we typically do as humans, try to protect the person. But no, how do we protect ourselves to get out of that situation? Okay, so here's the thing. A lot of times, in order to protect yourself, you have to realize how it is that you are putting into the situation negatively. And you have to realize um, that maybe the negative that you're putting into the relationship is because it doesn't suit you. Once you start to realize what your accountability is in the situation and let me let me reword that i'm i'm trying to uh, i try to as much as possible stop saying you and say i what i do because i like to take ownership of what it is that i do um what i do is i try to really think about from start to finish in the relationship where was it that i went wrong and why is it that i engaged this relationship and possibly could have engaged it for all the wrong reasons don't get me wrong. There are sometimes some relationships are meant to be casual. Some relationships are meant to be easy breezy. But where it goes wrong is, is when we when I start to put expectations on a relationship that that relationship cannot handle and was not made for. Um, I will give you an example. Um, I'm a person who is very much growth oriented and I don't care how much I kiki and ha ha with folks. I'm going to need for there to be a lot of substance. And it can't be just surface substance where we talk about um, uh, common things like uh, pop culture things and things in the news. But I really like to get into the meat of who a person is. I like to expose what my vulnerabilities are in those relationships. And, I, and because I do that, I look for others to do the same. And... Um, and what I have learned is that some people are just not at that place of being able to do that. There's a lot of trauma and issues that they have to work through. And I think a positive way of looking at it is once I, you real, I, you, I <laughs> realize that I'm saying it like that because I'm speaking from my standpoint, but I'm also giving advice or I don't, I don't want to say give advice. I'll say, I'll tell you how I handled it because I don't I don't pretend to be any type of expert. I'm not the best at anything. I fuck up like everybody else. Ooh, I have my moments. Mm. I, 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 yes. I have my moments of toxicity. Everybody is toxic at different times. I'm toxic. Just everybody. So let's let's okay. Let's keep it real. So <laughs> it's a, what it is is a realizing where I am toxic and addressing where that toxicity came from. And not putting so much focus on how I feel about what the other people are doing. But I need to ask myself, why do I feel that way when I know they don't have the capacity? Why am I putting that on them? That's not this relationship. (laughs) Why am I putting all of this on them when I know they don't have the capacity? And deep down... Part of the reason why I worked so hard in the relationship is because I knew that they didn't have the capacity. So not only, you know, not only am I empowering myself, but I'm showing grace to them because it because 
You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm showing great myself too by putting that down. And I think that's a really positive way to look at it. Like, because folks who have been in this situation as I'm speaking it, they know exactly what I'm saying. You know when you're dealing with someone who just are not ready to move to a different place mm. in how it is that they process, oh my God, check certain behaviors and right whatnot. There. And for, for me to get upset yes. with that, just like someone could feel that way towards me, for them to get upset with me because I'm not ready to move in that way, is it's just misplaced effort and time. So the best thing is to focus on what I can do or what they can do and say, okay, well, all right, why is it that I'm, I'll give you one example. I, I am, I will always be a recovering codependent. And one of the things that I have done typically is to be a person who renders acts of service. I'm Johnny on the spot to do this and that. Can I do this for you? Can I do that for you? That is my way of showing how much I care. But I have tended to do that with people who were lazy, who didn't really appreciate how much work I was putting in and never offered to do the same for me. And at a certain time, I would start getting a little bit upset, like, damn, could you not at least want to do something for me? Maybe it's not what I'm doing, but maybe you could do something within your strengths to show me that you care about me. Like, because I'm going mad hard. I mean, supporting, sharing everything, trying to decorate stuff, building things. I mean, I was really, really going hard in the paint. But it got to a point to where I was like, okay, why are you going so hard when that effort isn't being reflected back? That's not a them thing. That's a me thing. And I had to, to really acknowledge that I was seeking validation. I was seeking love for them love from those people because I wasn't giving it to myself. Ooh, so ooh, that's the once one. I realized Showing that, grace. once I was mm. realizing that I was giving, I was seeking validation from them. I had to turn that inward and say, no, you validate yourself. And the moment I did that, the relationship started to shift and then I became a villain. So um, that showed me that it just wasn't the places, those weren't the places that I needed to be. You know what I'm saying? No, no shade, no nothing. It's just what it is. And the thing is, I think every last one of those people are fantastic. I think they are. We just not suited. And that's all it is. It, it ain't about, oh, you know, fuck that bitch, eh, 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 you know, bitch, eh, fuck them hoes. Ah! You know? None of that. They're all amazing people. It's just that we just, we don't, we don't mesh, we don't jive. And once you get to a place to where you appreciate the truth of that, then you're golden. You can step away and you can breathe easier and you can just grow into yourself. But it takes a lot of honesty with yourself. And it takes, it takes grace. You have to give yourself grace so you can be honest with yourself and not attack yourself. And that way you won't be attacking other people. So... That's how I see it. That's that's how that's that's how I handled it. <laughs> I, I you know people are gonna do what they want to do, but I, I it, it's worked for me. Wow! So. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Can I say she deserves a standing ovation? Like yeah. oh my god! Like I am lost for words. I am 
honored to even be able to put you on this lovely podcast that I can't wait. It's gonna I've just I feel the energy of this the good spirits for me. So I can't wait to have you back, okay? Because you. you're coming back for to. season two, okay? <laughs> Yo, it's my pleasure. You know, before like I just wanted to say I I wish that people were more willing to talk about how they handle relationships and how they feel. Because it's not it's not really about accusation. It's about understanding. It's about, yeah. So, you know, and granted, you know, some things are uncomfortable. Man, I tell you, this, these past six years have been the most uncomfortable years of my life. But they've been the most blessed years because I have learned so much about myself. And there's so much confidence I have in who I am. Which, you know, uh, that's why I'm able, when you asked me, I was like, oh, sure, yeah. So, you know, I can understand why people don't want to come on because because you have to face a lot of who you are. And that's really difficult, you know, because you're your worst critic. You know what I'm saying? Always. So, but I get it. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so, I thought she was going to go harder than this. Really, I did. <laughs> but she, you know. <laughs> asking you questions that relates to you that you're based off of you know like that can legit you can talk about like i promise like i said i don't bite thank you again but thank you again for joining and um you got any socials you want to share or anything that's coming up hold on (laughs) i don't have any socials or anything i'm just really I'm just coasting through Second Life and enjoying it for what it is. Maybe, maybe in the future something might pop off, but you know, I, you know me, that I have multiple different talents, and maybe they'll fade in and out. But nah, I'm just see, see on on the grid. <laughs> well, you heard it from the best. She says she just see on the grid. If you have any questions or concerns, y'all can hit me up. And any last little words before we go? Um. I guess the last words I could say is just vulnerability shouldn't be the last resort. <laughs>